Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful biblically based messages live and downloaded. This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. We are streaming live on the internet from London. This show is dedicated to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. On tonight's program, we will discuss the second part of our subject, how to study the Bible. We will be looking at the study method taught in the Bible by the Holy Ghost. More about our subject after we have had some music. In a world of many choices, midst the call of many voices, when they all call out to greet me. Turn my eyes to thee, cause I found in him a loving friend who stays with me till the very end. Yes, I found in him a faithful guide, he calls me his very own. I choose you again. Again and again, you mean so much to me, dear Lord. I choose you again. I choose you again and again. I choose you again and again. You mean so much to me. the call of many voices when they all call out to greet me I turn my eyes to thee cause I found in him a loving friend who stays with me till the very I found in him a faithful guide. He calls me his very own. I choose you again and again. I choose you. 
so much to me, dear Lord, I choose you again. I choose you again and again. I choose you again and again. You mean so much to me. How to study the Bible We will discuss the study method taught in the Bible by the Holy Ghost. Have a pen and paper ready to write down some notes. Tonight, we will be discussing these questions together. Who did Jesus promise to send to us to testify of him? How does the Holy Ghost teach us? What is an example of biblical exegesis, the method used by the Holy Ghost? Why is this method chosen by the Holy Ghost? And can we, by studying, find out God? Let us pray before we start our radio show this evening. Heavenly Father, thank you for Voice of the Wilderness Internet Radio, streaming live on the Internet from London. Lord, I pray that as we study the subject tonight, I ask the Holy Spirit to be with us and to bless us and teach us is our prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Last week, listeners, we looked at how the Bible should never be studied without prayer. We learned from the Bible that the Scriptures testify of Jesus and that the central theme of the Bible is personal salvation from sin, redemption through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. 
We also studied that God's word is to be in our hearts at all times, and that as well as every morning and evening, we should study the Bible whenever we have spare time. We also learned that the main lesson being taught in the Bible is obedience to God's law brings life and good, and disobedience to God's law brings death and evil. We then finally looked at how we can understand the Bible for ourselves. It is to live by the commandments that God teaches. Having this all as a foundation, let us now begin part two of our four-part series on how to study the Bible. The Word Study Method Now who did Jesus promise to send to teach us about him? We read in the book of John chapter 14 and verse 26, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. We read in the book of John chapter 15 and verse 26, But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. We read in the book of John chapter 5 and verse 39, Search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. We also read in the book of 1 John chapter 5 and verse 7, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. Jesus explains that the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, the third person of the Godhead, will be sent to us by the Father to teach us all things. The Holy Ghost will bring to our remembrance whatsoever that Jesus has said, Jesus has said that the Holy Ghost testifies of him. Here the Bible teaches us that the Godhead, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, they all work together to teach us all things. We also see that both the Holy Ghost and the Scriptures testify of Jesus. The Holy Ghost and the Scriptures agree. If anyone claims to have the Holy Ghost, but yet has teachings contrary to the scriptures, then we can know that the person is a false teacher. Now how does the Holy Ghost teach us? We read in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verses 12 to 13, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. This text in the book of Corinthians teaches us two important principles as a guide for Bible study. The first is that we need to receive the Spirit of God in order to know the things freely given to us of God. The second is that the Holy Ghost teaches not words which man's wisdom teacheth, but how he, the Holy Ghost, teaches, 
comparing spiritual with spiritual. We read in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verses 46 to 48, Howbeit, that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. The Bible explains using direct contrasts what spiritual things are. It gives a contrast of the natural and the spiritual, a contrast of the first man of the earth and the second man, the Lord from heaven, and a contrast of the earthy and the heavenly. The spiritual teachings that we receive from the Holy Ghost are the heavenly teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thus the Holy Ghost teaches us how to compare the divine truths of the Lord so that we can learn the lessons of them. We read in the book of Isaiah chapter 28 verses 5 and 9 to 10, In that day shall the Lord of hosts be for a crown of glory and for a diadem of beauty unto the residue of his people. Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breasts. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. We read in the book of Psalms chapter 119 and verse 15, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. We read in the book of Psalms chapter 119 and verse 27. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts. So shall I talk of thy wondrous works. In the book of Isaiah, we read how the Lord, through the Holy Ghost, teaches us his word. He teaches us precept upon precept and line upon line, here a little and there a little. In the book of Psalms, we learn that God's precepts are his ways, his wondrous works. And so listeners, here we have laid before us God's Bible study method. It is where we have to study what Christ had revealed about himself in the Bible by comparing precept upon precept, comparing the teachings of Christ's ways and works wherever they are found. God breaks things down in order for us to understand heavenly truth, but we have to, under the guidance of the Holy Ghost, search for the meanings of Christ's heavenly teachings throughout the Bible for ourselves in order to find them. When we are willing to receive Christ into our hearts and put aside all of our own human ideas and prejudices, the Holy Ghost will teach us how to compare Bible verses in the Scriptures. The Holy Ghost, precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little, will teach us how the Bible interprets itself. This is what is called in teaching terms exegesis, where texts within the Bible are found to explain other texts within it. The opposite of this method of Bible study is what is called eisegesis, 
where a person tries to explain for themselves in their own words by using their own reasoning what the texts in the Bible mean. Now, what is an example of biblical exegesis, the method used by the Holy Ghost? Listeners, we will now give an example of biblical exegesis, the Holy Ghost's method of teaching, comparing spiritual with spiritual, precept upon precept, line upon line. We read in the book of Isaiah, chapter 60 and verse 1, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. We read in the book of John, chapter 8 and verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Let us compare these two scriptures to start with. In Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 1, light is used to represent the glory of the Lord that rises upon a person. In John chapter 8 and verse 12, Jesus states that he is the light of the world and that the light that he gives is life. In the natural world, the sun rises and gives light and life and warmth to the world. Nothing can live without its influence. Jesus, the creator of the universe, shares the same truth, but spiritually in the Bible. As the sun gives physical light and life to the world, so he will give spiritual light and life to all who follow him. Jesus teaches us that the light and life of his love is to flow out through all who follow him, as naturally as the sun does. We read in the book of Psalms, chapter 84, and verse 11, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Here the Bible explains that the Lord God is a sun. And so by comparing what Jesus has taught in Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 1 and John chapter 8 and verse 12, we see that the light that Jesus is speaking about in these verses is definitely sunlight. As we look further at this verse in the book of Psalms, we see that connected with the Lord God being the Son are grace and glory and goodness. Thus, as we study the Bible line by line, precept by precept, here a little and there a little, we build up a picture of Christ's ways and works in the universe. Christ's love is like the sun. His love is graceful and glorious and good. His love gives light and life and happiness to all who come under his influence. We are learning more about how the Holy Ghost teaches us through the Bible about Jesus. We read the book of 1 John chapter 1 and verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. We read in the book of 1 John chapter 2 and verses 9 to 10. He that saith he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even unto now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. 
as we continue to look at the word light in the Bible, we see that once more that light is used to represent the divine presence. We also see that those who are in the light, who have the divine presence of Christ and God in their hearts, these are those who have true love and do not hate their brother. Thus we learn from scripture that we need to receive the light of God's love in our hearts in order not to hate others. We read in the book of Psalms, chapter 119 and verse 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Here the Bible teaches us how we receive light from Christ. We receive it through his word. It is through the word of God that we receive his love, his grace and his glory. Listeners, sunlight in the natural world in the natural world has energy. It has power and it causes changes in our atmosphere and the weather patterns in the natural world. So does the word of God have energy and power, natural and spiritual. It has divine power to change us into God's image. We read in the book of Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. This is Jesus, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. We learn from this Bible text that Christ upholds the universe with the word of his power. Thus sunlight is used to symbolize the word of Christ's power. His word upholds all things, natural and spiritual, through divine power. We read in the book of Psalms, chapter 27 and verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Here we see how the light of Christ is used to represent his saving power, the divine power and strength that he has to save us from our sins. We must never forget that Jesus is God. And so we see, listeners, that when we allow the Holy Ghost to teach us line by line and precept by precept, he teaches us through the lessons that are written in the Scriptures how Jesus Christ seeks to save us from our sins. Look at how much we have learned about Christ and his love and power in just a few Bible verses. By studying the Bible this way, it is also a safeguard for knowing if you have taken the Bible text out of context of its original meaning. The meaning of a word, place, name or event in scripture will be consistent throughout the Bible with relation to the original thought that God has inspired it with. God does not contradict himself in his word. Listeners, take your Bible and choose one subject or character trait or any single thing that you want to know about Jesus and have a Bible dictionary at your side. Then go through all the verses that mention what you are looking for and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you how it relates to relationship with Jesus. Keep your hands clean and your heart pure 
and watch what the Lord will teach you and do for you in your life if you live by the things that the Holy Spirit reveals to you. We'll have a break for some music. My faith has found a resting place Not in device nor creed I trust the ever-living one His blood for me doth plead I need no other evidence I need no other plea It is enough that Jesus died And rose again for me My heart is leaning on the word The living word of God Salvation through my Savior's name Salvation through his blood You need no other evidence You need no other plea It is enough that Jesus died and rose again for you. The great physician heals the sick, the lost he came to save. His blood can make the foulest clean, his blood atones for me. We need no other evidence We need no other plea It is enough that Jesus died He died for you For me Why is this study method chosen by the Holy Ghost? We read in the book of Genesis chapter 1 and verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. We read in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 and verses 20 to 24. But ye have not so learned Christ, if so be that you have heard him, and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lusts, 
and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. We read the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verses 14 to 16. But the natural man receive not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who have known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We read the book of Isaiah chapter 55, verse 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, saith the Lord, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Man was originally made in the image of God. His mind was pure before sin, because sin has corrupted our minds in the work of salvation. Christ needs to renew our minds in order for us to think purely and reflect his righteousness and holiness again. As God created us, he who has infinite knowledge knows the best way for our minds to be restored, to be like his again. He has designed the Bible to be a book where you have to depend upon his guidance in order to understand the truth of heavenly origin. Now can we by study and find out God? We read in the book of Job chapter 11 and verses 7 to 9. Canst thou by searching find out God? Canst thou find out the Almighty under perfection? It is as high as heaven. What canst thou do? Deeper than hell. What canst thou know? The measure thereof is longer than the earth and broader than the sea. We read in the book of Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 28, Has thou not known, has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary, there is no searching of his understanding. We also read in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 29 and verse 29. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Man, originally made in the image and likeness of God, even after redemption, will never be able to search out his creator. Listeners, as the creature, we need to be content to be happy with the knowledge that we have received from our creator. God has not barred the knowledge of his word from us. We are free to study the Bible, but we are not to be like Adam and Eve, who listened to the lies of the serpent who made them think that God was withholding from them knowledge that would have made them better people. We are to take our time and ask the Holy Ghost to lead us and to teach us how to study the Bible line by line, precept by precept, 
We are to wait for him to reveal to us what Christ wants us to know every day in order for us to be saved in his eternal kingdom. The Bible is its own interpreter, and if we cannot initially understand something, we should humbly and reverently wait for the Spirit of God to show us in his own time what it means. We'll have another break for some music and come back with some closing thoughts.
we have learned today that God the Father has promised to send us the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, to teach us all the things that Jesus has said and testified of himself in the Bible. We have also learned today how the Holy Ghost teaches. The Holy Ghost teaches by comparing spiritual with spiritual. The Bible teaches us that spiritual teachings are the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ, the truths from heaven. The Holy Ghost teaches us how to compare the heavenly truths of the Lord Jesus Christ in order that we may learn the lessons of them. The Holy Ghost does this by teaching us precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little. The Holy Ghost teaches us how the Bible interprets itself. This is what is called in teaching terms exegesis, where texts within the Bible are found to explain other texts within the Bible. Here we have laid before us God's Bible study method. As God created us, he who has infinite knowledge knows the best way for our minds to be restored to be like his again. He has designed the Bible to be a book where you have to depend upon his guidance in order to understand the truth of heavenly origin. And finally, we have seen that we can never, by searching or by studying, know all about God. We have to be content with that which he has been pleased to reveal to us about himself. That which he has not revealed is for our benefit not to know. And truly there are things that we can never know as our finite minds are not capable of understanding the mind of the infinite God. Let us pray to close. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for voicing the wilderness internet radio. I thank you, Lord, for teaching us through your word that we need to receive the Holy Ghost and we need to be led by him to learn line by line, precept by precept, the teachings of the Lord from heaven. Heavenly truth, divine things, we can only learn if we are willing to receive and to be taught by the Holy Ghost. And so, Lord, I pray that this study this evening will be beneficial for all, especially for those who may at times seem to find the Bible difficult, that they would realize that they have to take their time and that we have to take our time and study line by line, precept by precept, comparing Bible texts, and then, if still we don't understand the word, to wait upon you for the light to come to us in due course. So bless us and keep us, Lord, and we thank you for teaching us once more through your word. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Listeners, if you have any questions or if you would like more information, please send an email to inquiries at wildernesspublications.org or you can send a text message to 07944-062-786. If you have the Android app for Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio, 
Go to the ebook section, then find the title Bible Readings for the Home. At chapters 1 and 2, you will find the subjects, the sacred scriptures, and searching the scriptures. These chapters will give you more information about today's topic. You can also listen to and download our radio show podcasts at https colon forward slash forward slash voice dash in that's i n dash z that's t h e dash wilderness dot podcast page dot i o forward slash. If you would like to support Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio, then please send your donations through our website at vitwradio.org. Click on the page called About Us. You can donate to us there. On next week's show, we will discuss part three of the subject, How to Study the Bible. We will learn why having a correct understanding of who the church is in the Bible is important. Well, that's it for tonight's show. Until next week, good night, listeners, and God bless. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages live and down the This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week.